0: Welcome to the Louisiana Delta Crop Podcast, covering agriculture and all things related in East Carroll, Madison, Tinsall, Concordia, and Catahoula Parishes.
1: Hello everybody, this is Dennis Burns and welcome to the Louisiana Delta Crop Podcast. Uh, It's a sunny Friday afternoon and we just, I got Darrell Frazier on the phone, I got Kylie Miller on the phone, we're all in separate parishes, and we thought we'd all just kind of go round table about what we've been seeing here, see what, uh, kind of what we've been seeing, let y'all know what's going on. Um, Kyle, are you there? Yes. Right. How are you today? I'm good. RL, are you there?
2: Yes, sir. How is things down south?
1: Uh, hey, there's a planter in every field. They're fertilizing. I mean, we got things going on all over the place. So. Well, it's good yeah all right um let me i'll tell you what i'll just get kick it off you know uh, we've all i know we've all been in the field the last couple of days or at least this week with it with the rain and with drying out we're uh we've been at least riding around looking at fields from the highway in some cases um uh, one big thing that i've people have talked to me and i've looked at fields yesterday day before or day before yesterday and tuesday just replanting soybeans let's talk about soybeans first what do y'all see a lot of replants
2: a lot of replants on soybeans and a lot of corn that's been destroyed and being replanted to soybeans
1: okay <laughs> wow uh, am- yeah
0: a lot of replanting going on down here a lot of low areas um, you know stuff like that stuff the water kind of backed up into um, that's what the guys down here are doing
1: Okay. Have you, now Kylie, I know you went to uh, Catahoula this morning and uh-huh. took stand counts in our soybean variety demo over there. What, what kind of numbers did you come up with?
0: Um, well, just to tell you about what we've done, we had to take stand counts in 10-foot sections, um, and we did it in Tom Cotton's uh, soybean field. Uh, the field was planted on May the 2nd, um, so it's a few weeks old. He's got 19-inch rows. And the seed counts fell anywhere between mid forties to mid thirties. Uh, um, so that's about hundred and ten thousand
1: um, plants per acre, yeah. Yeah. Well see that's a good that's a I would think that's a that's a good thing, Go. hang, hang on. You hear me? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. Sorry, it's it's getting shaky or whatever um but yeah he's got did you ask what uh size rows he had yes yeah he's got a narrow planter he's got 19
1: they're 19 inch
2: rows oh
0: okay okay yeah my mind is just programmed for
2: 38s and my number (laughs) 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 not coming up right yes
1: sir it uh 110,000 is more than you know that's i mean that's a that's a good stand, especially on 19 inch rows. You know, he'll have plenty of, yeah. plenty of plants. I know. I yeah, looked his, at some. Soybeans look great this yeah. year. Well, good. Well, I looked at some. Oh, uh, I looked at some with Josh Copes, and some one field was 80,000 and one field was 50,000. But they were in the first trifolium. This was last Monday, I guess. And we decided, you know, I mean, rather than destroy them and they were pretty uniform, just left them just to see. He thought that they would, you know, they'll make, maybe not make as much as they potentially could, but they can make close enough rather than destroying them and trying to replant and all that. So what y'all, what y'all been seeing with that? Anything like
0: that? Well,
2: kind of follow up with Kylie's stand count. I went and looked at mine the other day and was kind of disappointed in them. Uh, doing, I mean, doing five sets of 10, I averaged somewhere, anywhere from Five to seven and three quarters plants per foot which i kind of got a little concerned about then i come back and look and i was i noticed there was a lot of beans still coming up and uh it hadn't been but about uh
0: seven days since i planted mm-hmm. yeah so i'll go back and do a recount because i
2: hopefully but i i did notice this now i don't know if you've seen it kylie uh there was difference within varieties on emergence
0: well ours have been planted since well may 2nd so they're about what i don't know three weeks old
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, I know. all ours are still i mean they were they were all out of the ground so i mean i would say there were varieties that were stronger than others yeah. so mm-hmm. yeah uh.
2: But yeah, I mean, mine was planted on the second also, but I, you know, like I said, I went a, a week ago and counted them, so I probably need to go back and do it again, give it a fair shot, because it was, it got a big rain right behind planting, so mm-hmm. hopefully they'll come on out. I think you got a
0: going. lot more rain than we did down here, it seemed that way anyway.
2: It seems like it's been raining here since September without, I, you know, <laughs> we, we get to joking, amongst ourselves well we, we've been five days we got five more days mm-hmm. <laughs> it's kind but, of the extent of it we get about an eight to ten day break after
0: three weeks to work
1: well it's supposed to was 80 percent chance of rain tomorrow night yep. that's right and i think i saw an inch was what they were uh predicting so you know i mean there i know i talked to one farmer this morning he was sick he was replanting cotton and uh, he was having to ride over the whole field, and every water fur, every low spot. I mean, he's he's just dropping the planter and planting twelve rows, just yep. you know. And and, um, and he said, you know, he said, I'm not planting very deep, but if I get a one inch or two inch, three inch rain, I have to do it again. You know, it's just you know, I mean, his his water furs are all rutted up, and he's making worse ruts now. I mean, he was he was. I had called him earlier today, and uh, we were playing phone tag. And he said, "Well, I didn't want to call you back early this morning. I was in, I was in a pretty foul mood." So, you know. but what are y'all y'all seeing the same thing?
0: Yeah, it's, it's yeah. it is hard to make that decision on replanting, and I mean, you know, I think someone had called this morning about, you know, should I replant ahead of this rain? What if we get a bunch of rain? But you know, you could also ask the question, what if we miss this rain? You know, would you still have any moisture left to to mm-hmm. be able to replant? So, it's it's a tough decision to have to make, for sure.
1: Yeah, well.
2: Well, other yeah, th- and, 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 you know, Dennis and I kicked this around the other day on replants. You know, this late in the season, too, do you hold true to the old numbers of... This is your cutoff number you got to replant. You know, you're, what, three weeks past planting time? Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, sometimes you may have to look at it as i got three-fourths of a stand. I know maybe I can live with that versus gambling Mm -hmm. on on another whole new stand that I may or may not get three-quarters out of that's three weeks behind.
0: So, like you said, golly, it's
2: tough. Well, it's
0: it's a, it's a hard decision. I mean, and I really sympathize with them. And then you've got the whole other aspect where, you know, a lot of people down here are suffering with water. You know, I call it backwater, but river flood. And I mean, there's going to be a lot of preventing planting going on in that aspect. It's just a lot of people not able to be able to plant. So,
2: yeah. I mean, I've talked to several guys that's considering where they own
0: the land, they're not having
2: to pay rent on it. Trying to do preventative planning and just live with
1: it. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I talked to a grower Wednesday, and he, in a big section of his farm lays up next to the Mississippi River, and he said, We won't plant it this year. He said, I just mm-hmm. do not. With the prediction for the. I think Natchez is supposed to crest at 57.6 on the 21st. Yeah,
0: next week sometime. Yeah,
1: and it's going to fall, and it's not. A, A rapid fall, it's a slow fall. So, I mean, it's going to be middle of June at the earliest before the river's down low enough he doesn't have seep water. And then you know you're looking at July being. That's if it doesn't come back up again. I mean, it's all it's 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 really terrible. And you see seep water in places that you never see it.
0: We've never seen it on places around our house and on the farm. It's 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 scary to think about and and i've talked to some people along the river that they've, they've said this is definitely the worst year they've ever had sea water it's never been this bad before
2: that's it we were in a conversation earlier in the week up north of well at near east Carroll parish and the, i didn't don't know the gentleman i wasn't there but they were saying they had talked to a 90 year old guy lived right there all of his life farmed all of his life and he said, in 90 years, I've never seen it like this. So, you know, we might say we're looking at a, a century phenomenal.
0: Mm hmm.
1: Yeah. Or
2: whatever that word would be an event.
1: You know, a just, 100 year event. 100 year, 100 year event? Flood? Yeah,
2: yeah, 100 year <laughs> flood. Yeah, flood. That's <laughs> not a flood. <laughs> well, I mean,
1: I mean it's, it's serious enough that just, uh, you know, I'm, there's a field. Not far here from the station that you you ride in front of it, and it's just every every road middle's full of water, and it's just sitting mm-hmm. there. And I mean, it won't. I don't know when it's going to get planted. It's some really good land. When is it going to get planted? You know.
2: Huh? You know that that well up there on sixty five, right there at Hollybrook, yeah, has been free flowing. I'm not talking trickling. I'm talking looking like a water fountain out there for four months.
1: Oh, yeah. Any well that's within a mile of the river has got yeah. water running out of it.
0: Well, this one is. I saw that in all it It's a yards. yards.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean Wow. I mean, uh, I know there's some rice fields just south of Waterproof that they they're they're planted and they're probably probably getting pretty close to the putting the flood on. I would guess next week sometime maybe. And um, Water's not an issue. I mean, it's steady running out of the risers. They just, you know, just open the risers. But then they, but then they got the problem with fertilizer. They got to get fertilizer on and try and get it off. The mm-hmm. bay's full of water where they're draining into. I know. Uh, well, Kylie, you were down almost to Louisiana Delta. There's, it's a bunch of it's underwater, and it's, it's just it's really bad down there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, Larto School closed yesterday. Was that what I hear that yesterday? They closed because of the water.
0: I think that's right. I th- I didn't hear they closed. I heard they were not considering it, but I I'm sure that they will have to.
1: Yeah. So I mean, it's just and it's not flood water. It's strictly backwater because you know the levee there that keeps the river keeps the Black River contained doesn't let the water drain out. The river's higher than the the gates to let it drain out. So mm-hmm. and all
2: up. Sixty-five. You talk to these guys from Madison, all the way to the Arkansas line. You know, it's not like I got ten acres or fifty acres in, in seawater. They're talking thousand, fifteen hundred to eight thousand acres that's underwater. That you know, the Seatwater, and they can't get to all. A bunch is been up there, um, but almost to the Arkansas line. They said that it had anywhere from one foot to eight foot of water on it.
0: Mm. Well, I saw the picture on uh, online about. Of course, I haven't been this way in a long time, but on Vicksburg, in Vicksburg on I twenty, uh, and I'm sure it's at, on top of the airport already. But uh, how high the water was, and you know, in relation to the bridge right there. Mm-hmm. Um, that's I've never seen it that bad before.
1: Yeah. I
2: haven't been out
1: that way lately to look. Well, well, the river's bad and it ain't going anywhere, and it's it's <laughs> it's, it's, it's always the river's always a factor, but uh, it's a big factor this year. It Seems like more than normal. But yeah. on a positive note, cotton. I mean, we've got cotton up. Uh, people looking at it. I did talk to C. Brown, our entomologist. And um, I knew they were here the day before yesterday, checking a thrips test on the station. And I talked to him about thrips in cotton, you know. And uh, he says he's not hearing any real reports of it. Uh, cotton is up; it's growing. Uh, everything seems to be holding so far. He said their trials—they barely got one thrip, you know, per per plot the other day. It was almost nothing. They was he was real pleased with how the way things were growing off and uh, how it was going. So that's, in a down year, it, in a, is, a, it is a plus, you know? So, yeah. Uh, we definitely
2: need some pluses right
1: now. Yeah. I agree. Uh, and I saw uh, some corn yesterday. Uh, that corn was probably V8 or so, V9 maybe. And they had flown on urea on it. I know we've lost some some nitrogen, I'm not, I don't know how you figure out how much, I guess, if you had a reference strip you could, but uh, they flew on, they had flown on urea, uh, you know, so it's, and it, the corn looked pretty good, I guess trying to even it out, maybe even it out a little bit.
2: I, I was with a fella earlier in the week, same thing, you know, it was probably about a B6 corn,
1: mm-hmm.
2: uh, again, no way to determine how much you've lost in nitrogen. Corn looks good, you know, really coming on. Uh, you could see some yellowing of some leaves on the bottom from early nitrogen deficiency, you know, with the wet weather and stuff. And he made the same statement. He's fixed to put on. instead of waiting and putting a tassel shot of rear on it. He was fixed to go ahead and and put it now and just basically lay it by.
1: Yeah. Kylie, doesn't your husband, he's got wide drops on his high boy, doesn't he?
0: Yeah, he was able to wide drop before we got the, get all that done before the five inches of rain that we got last week. So he he should be good. But I know living next to the airport, we're definitely hearing the planes flying. So there are some people probably putting stuff, some urea out as well down here. Yeah, well,
1: uh, and I did see something. I did see this on a field, uh, uh, between Waterproof and St. Joe, I saw it yesterday. The day walking, so remember what day I saw it? Compaction. You can see where um, where some of this sandy, real sandy ground is, and I guess it's been compacted. And we haven't, we didn't get it any tillage, any subsoiling done last year. And you see corn in spots just rolling up, corn that's almost waist high, and it's got to be compaction. You know, because it'll be, like, in certain rows, like wheel rows and stuff. That's I'm seeing that right now, too.
2: Yeah, and it was kind of a funny note. Earlier in the week, I seen them bogging around the edge of the fields with rubber boots laying polypike. Oh, yeah. You know, just knowing they're fixing to have to irrigate, I just... You know, we know the root system is shallow right now from all the excess water. I just hope they don't pull the trigger too quick to start watering. Kind of give it time to catch up, make it put mm-hmm. out a little bit of a root system. You know, wait as long as you can. I that's what I'm trying to say. Don't rush irrigation.
1: Yeah. Well, I know I know Kylie's husband because I passed by one of their fields and he's got his <laughs> he's got his pipe out.
0: Yeah, he's always ahead of the game. He wants he wants to do it before it gets too hot. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what these guys are doing. They know
2: They're going to have to irrigate exactly. some
0: later. Yeah, yeah. But
2: mm-hmm. it was just ironic. You're rolling polypipe out with rubber boots on because the field's still wet.
1: Yeah. Well, that's uh, you know it's.
2: I'd
0: rather do it early than wait till I you know a day late. So oh yeah, you know, oh yeah, you must get well, it done.
1: And that's, and mention, we'll mention too with, with irrigation, you know, it is coming up traditionally June, we'll, on corn, we'll start looking at it. Soybeans mm-hmm. and cotton will be a little later. Pipe planter, if anybody needs any help with pipe planter, we've, I know we're doing more and more every year. Uh, and, um, you know, if somebody needs something, just give us a call. I'll put that out as a public service announcement. You call one of the three of us, we can help you with pipe planter uh get kinda help you with your fields. Uh even people I know I had a grower last year tell me that uh he said, I need I'm gonna need you to help me with pipe planter. He said, I've been irrigating all these fields for all these years. I know what holes to punch, but you know, I really think I can do better. So uh it's, you know it's, that's it's,
2: unusual.
1: Yeah it uh hey
0: if nothing else it takes a second guessing out of it and you it you can get done a lot faster when you know what you're doing
1: when you head out there so yeah well the planning of it is you can plan you can schedule your irrigation it's going to take 24 hours in this field and maybe 14 <laughs> hours in this one and so you can kind of make a schedule uh if anybody needs any help with with the sensors and working with them uh, we seem to get more and more of those Seem to be showing up in fields uh, and the
0: flow meters. So if you need to borrow a flow meter,
1: yes, we have. oil uh, well, you got a for pipe planet. Yeah, you got yeah. a flow meter in up in Madison, don't you? Yes. Well, we got one. We got one in Tinsall, and just let us know. Come Tensaw, yep. Yeah. So I mean, we've got one here at the research station. You just come get it. All you have to do is let us know and bring it. Be sure and bring it back because you know, when closer we get to irrigation time, the more they're going to want to be used. But uh, I guess uh, only one other little thing, uh, and I I know RL. Well, I know Kylie's got a major problem with it on their place. We've got it on on, at my house on Helena, and RL, you you sent you tweeted a picture of it. uh, Deer damage from deer. Yeah. I mean they. they, It's an an absolute nightmare. (laughs) Yeah, it's, I mean, they can't, they've been, the river has kept them out for so long, and they're just getting further and further out, and the crops are there, the crops are coming up, uh, it's going to be pretty, damage just doesn't even describe it, you know. Yeah,
0: it's a a loss, I mean, I mean, they they snip it off, I mean, they're tearing up corn bad on us as well, Uh, we, we put out some plant skid earlier this week, so, and that, you know, I don't know if it helps or it doesn't, but, you know, you got to do something, so.
1: Yeah. Uh, I mean, they're everywhere. You see them on the levees, and, I mean, uh. I
2: Side the road, dead. I mean, from Madison to Tallulah, it's almost a new one every 12 hours. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It, uh. And just.
0: They're so displaced, so. Yeah.
1: And and, yeah. the, and the thing is, they're gonna be displaced. You know, the river's got say, the river goes back down in June, first part of June, or whenever it goes back in its banks. You still got two or three weeks there. There's nothing for them to eat, so they won't go back. It'll be July before they start going back. Uh, yeah. You know, I mean, it's just pretty tough. Hi. Right. Yeah. You know, and we
2: got one last thing on those deer. You know, we got the uh, couple of guys up here got into peanuts this year, and already been. Warned in a normal year when they find them, mm-hmm. they love them. Oh. Uh, I bet they do. And so now, with the added pressure, and they're all within a mile to two miles of the river, yeah. Uh, we're maybe looking at some drastic control measures there.
1: Well, hey, okay. that, um. I can, There's all, you know, everybody here, the, let's see, the dryer sheets, the bounce dryer sheets. Uh, one man told me last year, he said he got a uh, one of these um, motion lights and put it on a pole and put yeah, it on where, where they were coming in the field. He said it worked great for the first couple of nights. Then you got to move it because they, they just move over there where it's dark, you know. Yeah, well, I
2: mean, they get used <laughs>
1: to it. They know, um, you know. We got... Um, here on the research station, I mean, they're eating up research plots that just as fast as they come up, and we've got cannons out—the uh, propane cannons—and they they work the first day, and after that, it's you know that's you know it's, it's just a waste of time. So, but then, yeah, like
2: that, they're smart animals; they figure it out real quick. Yeah. You know where where that threat stops at, and I've seen them eat right up to where that threat was. Oh yeah, yeah.
1: well. And hogs are, I think hogs are worse. They seem like they're more destructive. If The deer the deer may eat on it, but it has a chance to regrow sometimes. But uh, the hog just destroys everything. So. You
2: know, I'm not going to say that we don't, but I don't hear the reports of hogs here like I do in other parts of the, the you know, the, the state, mm-hmm. up and down the river. You know, we've got a few, but
1: we, the, the fire is
2: over next to the, to the
1: refuge. Yeah, Tinsaw and Concordia, we have a we have a pretty good many, especially in South Tinsaw, from from Waterproof South. We have a pretty good many. Uh, Concordia's got a good many, so does Catawba. But uh, well, look, that's about all our time today. Y'all got any last any last words or wisdoms for this week? Good luck. <laughs> yeah. Oh, don't forget to give a plug
2: for the uh, ag- whatever they call it, the expo that's going to be at. Dean
1: Lee this year. Yeah, I've got it. I got it listed on here on my piece of paper. Uh, the well, I tell you what, Kylie, you know, do you know? I got the particulars, but you can tell us a little bit about it. I mean, it's it's on June. Uh, let's see. It's going to be on June twenty
0: seventh, I believe. It starts at two o'clock.
1: Um, yeah, with registration's at two. Yeah, and
0: they're going to serve supper that evening. They're going to have. There's going to be three components. They're going to do an agronomy component with field tours. They're going to do a horticulture component um, where they're going to have indoor talks. And then if I, they're going to do FCS, which is Family Consumer Science, is going to do some food and nutrition type work as well. So you can choose, pick and choose what you'd want to listen to along with the expo part inside the EVAC center. And then they'll end with um, with a meal that evening.
1: Yeah, and there'll be some there. The, the also that night at the meal there will be in the evac center there will be some vendors there some industry uh, people there you can talk to about different things, equipment uh, digital ag I know the precision ag group for LSU will be there and be wanting to talk to people about that so it's pretty much something for everybody and that's June the 27th right? That's right Okay uh, Alright well we want to thank everybody for listening. Uh, Barrel, you and Kylie, y'all, you know, it's Friday afternoon. We get a little bit more done for the weekend. But uh, everybody, y'all tune in, become a subscriber, uh, leave us a comment about the podcast. Let's join our Twitter feed at Louisiana Delta Crop on Twitter and tell us what you think. If you need something, if you got a story idea, contact one of the three of us and let us know. But we'll talk to y'all again next week.
0: Thank y'all week? Right. yep that. No. The Louisiana Delta Crop podcast is produced by the LSU AG Center Extension Service. For more information visit the lSUagcenter.com or contact your local extension office.